Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wrestling is tough. I swear we forget about this today as we focus on some nonsense instead, but honestly... What wrestlers go through is mad, they deserve all the respect. Even so-called safe performers find their bodies turning on them in later life, and it's important to note this down. They gave us a lot and shouldn't just disappear into the night. Therefore, I am Simon What Culture. Please do hit that subscribe button. This is 10 wrestlers who ruined their bodies for the business. Number 10, The Dynamite Kid. A super sad story all around. We may not have wrestling as we know it today without The Dynamite Kid why so many modern wrestlers cite him as an influence because he used his speed and hard-hitting nature to wow audiences all over the place. He did pay a price though because not only did he have to retire early due to injuries he'd built up, but he was mostly wheelchair-bound before passing away at just 60 years of age. This is just a horrible tale. His fellow grapplers also said he put a tremendous strain on his body due to various drug use, but it really was the crazy bumps that took him out. Man only knew one speed, and that's what he was going to do. Photos and clips of Tom Billington towards the end of his life don't make for pleasant viewing either. He really did wreck his body chasing the dream. Number nine, Kevin Nash. Everybody loves Kevin Nash. He speaks his mind as openly and as honestly as anybody, and his podcast is a must-listen. Dude will just talk. I'm sure Kevin himself would admit he didn't take any unnecessary risks either, but this does sum up how taxing wrestling is. Due to his sheer size and years of basketball before getting into the industry, his knees took an absolute pounding throughout his career, and that resulted in multiple surgeries. Nash has also posted pictures of himself where his lower half is noticeably smaller than his top half, That's because, yeah, he needs to balance all of this out. Thankfully, today, he does seem to be in a much better position, which is always good to hear, but it goes to show. Wrestling is super hard, no matter your approach. It's always why we've got to be as respectful as possible, and why you probably shouldn't make ha-ha Kevin Nash quad jokes. Do you think he wanted that to happen? Of course not. Number 8, KG Muto. Also known as the Great Muta... This poor guy. He retired in 2023, and if you are wondering, he's struggling to walk because here's another dude whose knees were just shattered by the end. I honestly don't know how he did what he did. This was even more impressive as the problems began in the late 90s where he needed serious surgery. A lot of this was due to his shining wizard and moonsault. Stands to reason, right? He had taken this joint and just slamming it around. It's why towards the end of his run, the moonsault was moved to one side because Muta just couldn't do it anymore. I truly think it's amazing he can even walk, all things considered. I mean, just go look up what he's been through. Once you've done that as well, make sure you watch the matches too. 
Makes them even more impressive, right? At times, he basically had no legs and yet was putting on five-star classics. What a hero. Number seven, The Undertaker. If it wasn't for the injuries, Mark Calloway would still be appearing at WrestleManias today. He has talked about this in multiple interviews, but we're here again. The Undertaker went for so long, his body caught up with him. This is nothing new, though, as many a podcast discussing the dead man have talked about, because he would constantly strap himself up and battle through all these problems to the marvel of his co-workers. No one actually knew how he was doing it. Even in the infamous Hell in a Cell match with Mick Foley, you'll see him wince when he falls into the ring, because, yep, he was basically working with a broken foot. This guy's just a warrior. There's also footage on the Last Ride documentary of him basically falling through a curtain after matches. And there's that terrifying story from Mania 30 when Brock Lesnar broke the streak. Taker was so concussed he had to go straight to the hospital. It's why the Phenom was never happy with his scraps against Roman Reigns and Goldberg towards the end of the run because he knew he couldn't perform as he would have liked. I mean, this happens to us all, but still, it must be hard to accept. You want to do it, but you just can't, and you have to walk away for good. Sucks. Number six, Terry Funk. I mean, Terry Funk may be the toughest guy ever. Not just in wrestling either, I'm talking about on Earth. The man he has fought through is insane, and it wasn't until 2017 when he hung them up for good, even though he was told by medical professionals in 1999 to stop. If you can't do the math, that's almost 20 extra years. To put this in perspective, Terry debuted in 1965, and was so astute to the industry that when he wanted to keep his stock high, he transitioned to a hardcore style and reinvented himself. Funk is an all-timer, no doubt. It did mean come the 90s, Terry was struggling, though, just because he had put his body through so much, especially that ECW run. I mean, it's amazing, and you should check it out, but it came at a massive price. His love for wrestling kept him going, though, until he physically couldn't do it anymore. By all accounts, the Funker doesn't move very well these days. The memories he gave us, though... He is an absolute legend. Number five, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle only knew one thing to do in the ring. You give 100% and that was just your baseline. It's why he too is one of the best ever. A famous story has come from this though, as Steve Austin recounted. One day, these two were chatting on the phone and when our Olympic hero had to go to the bathroom, he was forced to crawl there. Yep, that is what Angle did to himself. I mean, even before he debuted, he had won a gold medal with a broken frickin' neck. And throughout his tenure in WWE, he just had to deal with more of these problems, as well as his knees giving out too. As of me speaking, he's just had some major surgery on his back. Kurt left nothing out there. If you do need more evidence for this, go and listen to the build-up to WrestleMania 19 and his match against Brock Lesnar. Angle was basically risking his life for that show. It is totally insane. It was so crazy, I don't think anybody would be allowed to do this today, given how 2023 operates, but I tell you, he will forever be right up there, and few will ever come close to what he did. Much like RVD, the man was one of a kind. Number four, Edge. Adam Copeland has never been shy with his words. He had to retire early in 2011 because of the toll wrestling took on his body, mostly due to those crazy ladder matches. I mean, that does make sense. His prognosis was so bad, doctors told him that one bad bump could paralyze him. So WWE told him that was that and he'd just have to retire as the champion. It was all super emotional because nobody saw it coming. It just happened. It's why when he returned in 2020, it blew people's minds because this was believed to be a never happening situation. And now he gets to retire for a second time on his terms. It has to be nice for his brain too. You don't want to stop doing what you love because your body shuts down. You want to kick your own ass. It's also allowed Mr. Copeland to continue to climb that ladder, ironically, whereas now everybody does see him as an all-timer. Even though, to be honest, without the return... I would have put him there anyway. Number three, the Hardys. So we are talking about both Matt and Jeff here, because man, 
the risks they took. Jeff Hardy is always the go-to because he was far more bonkers than his brother when it came to over-the-top moves. And I really don't get how he can walk. Go back and watch the mania bump where he smashes his ass into the floor or that edge spear from the ladder. It would have killed a lesser person. Matt also had to have crazy surgery on his back, though, after years of doing those middle rope leg drops. And don't forget, he was kind of off the wall, too. Not like he was just doing headlocks and slams. Dude was flying. The other reason we have included them is because both have been through a hell of a lot in their personal lives, which they've talked about on various shows. Thankfully, it seems like they both found balance and peace is far more important than wrestling. Their Daredevil style also inspired a hell of a lot of wrestlers who are now at the top of the tree, and their story really is something else. Number two, Mick Foley. So you must have known that Mick Foley was coming, and if you didn't, you don't watch wrestling. The sheer lengths Foley was willing to go should never be forgotten, because here was a man who allowed The Undertaker to throw him off the Hell in a Cell. I don't care, man. 25 years on, still not topped, never will be. When you do go through his injury list too, it's genuinely horrendous. And when you see Mick walk today, you can see that this took its toll. I wouldn't say that he moves very well. It's why at some points the likes of Ric Flair called him a glorified stuntman, but that is just so unfair and so wrong. Although I do want to point out that these two have since made up. So when it came to Foley, nobody understood psychology like this man. And it's the fact that he would use these high-risk moves and tie it into the character... He was basically a genius. Nobody generated sympathy like him either, and again, there's a thread running through this. The former mankind knew how to make you care about him, hence why he became one of the biggest baby faces ever. That's not a fluke. Foley has admitted he still has a way to go to fix all these elements, and I doubt he can never be 100% again. What a legacy he has left, though. Another all-time great. Number one, Hulk Hogan. So I left the Hulkster to the number one spot mostly as a surprise. As McFoley himself once said, nobody was safer than Hulk when working. That's not a knock. You can make the crowd go wild because you touched your ear. Probably should just touch your ear. Hogan did the leg drop as his finisher night in, night out. And after a while, it crippled his back. Literally. I mean, look at this picture. This is Hulk's back, which is kind of a weird thing to say. After almost 10 surgeries, which have been so intense, apparently he's also lost four inches in height. It's all down to the compression, and this does make sense. Hogan was massive back in the day, so all this weight coming down on the mat constantly... You don't do that free of consequence. Somehow Hulk still thinks he's coming back for one more match, but let's just not do that. We don't need any more pain in wrestling. Plus there's all the other controversy too, which I just want to move to one side and never talk about because it's terrible. Let's just move on. Know of any other wrestlers who've ruined their bodies for the business? Make sure you let us know in the comments below before you like the video, share the video, and subscribe. You can also see another video on the screen right now, so I would ask that you do give it a click and go to whatculture.com and follow us on social media at Simon316 and WhatCultureWWE. My name is Simon Miller. My middle name is Jeremy. One day, maybe I will put what culture on my official passport just for some fun and then never be allowed to enter a country again. What are we talking about? I don't know. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.